0: Now we're recording. Okay. So, hello everyone, and welcome to well, alternating are you with. Do the, it, the intro. Yeah. All right. All I right. thought I'd be doing the intro. All right. Okay. welcome to alternating with eric episode 30 the big 3-0 yes unlike uh, your age when you hit 30 this is actually a lot more exciting all right and today we're doing a special episode because it's the one i get to lead mostly more or less i don't know (laughs) i don't know how you'd call this but here i'm going to be leading this episode with connor
1: hi yeah I'm Connor I'm a musician and and geek and yeah Eric is um he's hosting this time he's gonna mm-hmm. he's gonna lead mm-hmm. and he's a he's a Russian martial artist yes and, I am uh, yeah we're both animad manga geeks and we've been <laughs> friends for close to like probably more than five years now
0: oh so. uh, yeah. probably um since I was in your we, we
1: met in high school, uh, yeah. probably about like 15, 16, and we're mm. both in our 20s now, <laughs> late 20s, so yeah. Oh,
0: please don't mention that, I feel old. <laughs> oh, you're fine. You're mm. only like
1: two or three years older than me, so you're all right.
0: Oh, geez, that's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mr. I'm, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm old, you're like only 27 or something, like that's nothing.
0: Oh, all right then. So... Today we have a very special episode because I get to do something just a little bit different As we usually have done before, we would pick a manga and an anime to review But today I've decided to do something a little bit different I have chosen upwards of 5 mangas, I think we're only doing 4 today Mm. And each one is connected by uh, only one theme, the horror genre So this is...
1: Remember, we have a catch up section before
0: we mm-hmm. get into the actual view. Yeah, oh, I'm leaning to that. And so, yeah, the, that genre is something I'd like to look into. So, what it's based on is my, my um, understanding of what Connor's viewpoint is on these mangas, which have come out in the last three years at least. So, I know Connor is mostly into the old stuff, and he doesn't exactly. <laughs> He's, uh, as he told me,
1: um, yeah,
0: kind of, uh, considering <laughs> that you've, n- oh, you've told me that you don't extensively look into the newer stuff.
1: I do occasionally. Occasionally. I'm watching, yes. I'm watching Uzaki-chan.
0: <laughs> mm, doesn't really count. So I've decided to pick four. So we've decided to go with four titles. And so, reading a few chapters of these four titles, and I'm gonna get Connor's opinion on what he thinks of the new of the way the horror genre has developed up to this point. So, but before we do that, we've decided to do a bit of a we'll do a catch-up session, okay. So right now, I'm just gonna ask Connor, what have you been up to?
1: Seamless, all right. Seamless uh. indeed. <laughs> So, um, I watched, because it was the most popular... This is, like, not anime-related, but because it was the most popular thing on Netflix, I watched um, Ratchet, the TV show. You oh, about okay. it? Uh, so, it's wasn't... a prequel about Nurse Ratchet from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest.
0: Oh, I don't even remember that. <laughs> I don't nurse, remember. Nurse
1: Ratchet's, like, the nurse that everybody hates in that movie. Ah, uh, yep, yep, bad. yep. Um, so... I watched it. It's done by um, Ryan Murphy. Uh, you may know his name. He did, mm-hmm. did Lee, American Horror Story, and um, American Crime Story, a bunch of other stuff like that. And it definitely feels like one of his shows. And of course, because it's a Ryan Murphy show, he's got Sarah Paulson, his um, usual like go-to. Uh, and she's, she's great. Um, and the show wasn't bad. It's kind of wacky, fun. Like, it's... It's a, it's a horror drama, that's the way i describe it. Like, it's got moments that are very much a horror. Um, but it's meant to be, like, a horror of, like, the late 60s, early 70s. That's the way I would describe it. Like, it's meant to be, it's shot in, in colour, obviously. And, like, it's not, it's, it's, it looks modern, like, it clearly does. But it's, it's meant to be set in the 60s, so the clothing's like that. The music is even a bit like an old 60s Alfred Hitchcock score. Um, the camera angles and stuff are done like a Brian De Palma movie, who did like movies in the 80s and 70s. So it's got a. Is it
0: kind of a? Is it kind of got the same theme as Broadwalk Empire? Or? No,
1: no, 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 no. Broadwalk is like '30s, mm. '40s, um, even before then. I think a little bit.
0: But I mean, the idea is the same, right?
1: No, no. This is about mental health and oh, stuff, okay, then. and um, how they dealt with people. And because it's Ryan Murphy and he's um, LGBT, there's a lot of that sort of stuff in there too, like about. Um, how they treated people who are lesbians and stuff and, and, and nurse Rachel as spoilers were lesbian in the show. So there's stuff like that they have to deal with. Um, yeah, and, and it's a very mixed cast of different people from different and, he, and a lot of his usuals are in there too. So you, you know, if you've seen American Horror Story or anything like that, you'll be like, "Oh, um, I know that person. They're from American Horror Story." Yeah, Horror I've Show seen a something.
0: bit of I've seen a bit of the uh, latest American Horror Story. Is that cult um, or
1: Roanoke or whatever?
0: Oh, one of those. Apocalypse. Yes, yes, that's yeah. the one. Um, didn't mind it, although uh, the only memorable memorable one was the clown. Um, the murder clown, I think that's Freak Show.
1: Um, no. yeah, that's the one with the circus and stuff. That's, uh, yeah, that's yeah, freak that's the show. so yeah. that's the one that everybody doesn't like.
0: Oh, <laughs> I, would, I would think, um, having you know, um, a clown and a horror sort of theme yeah, is always I'm not, good.
1: I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad, especially since
0: there's people around in real life in modern, you know, in modern life who go around dressed up as clowns scaring people. Well, all you have to say about like
1: scary clowns is say um, William Gacy, you know, and and then people were fucking um, sorry. John was it John Wayne Gacy? I can see, I can't even remember the serial killer. Right. You, you know about him, don't you? The famous serial yeah, killer who yeah. was a clown and did horrible things to younger boys and murdered them and shit.
0: Yeah, so, that was yeah. A, that was always... You just mentioned
1: crazy. that. That's that's pretty pretty scary. Um, um
0: Yeah, because I think... Yeah, I remember... I actually lo- remember looking at another sort of... How do you say it? Another a YouTube channel. Mm. Um, a YouTube channel which covered uh, all these murderers and killers. And yeah. he came up on one of them. Yeah. So there were some... It, it, uh, it looked into a much more extensive overview of yeah. what um, he did. And so it did kind of describe, yeah. you know, how he lured children, yep. how he kidnapped yep. them, how he traveled around with them. Yep. Well, was, that, um, that, and, that and
1: it are like the two biggest things that created people's fears of clowns <laughs> for like this century, I believe. Um, yeah. And like the 80s and shit. But um, yeah, yeah I saw I watched Nurse Ratchet, and then I was like, I actually have never seen a single American horror story. So, so I, I've, I've, I've seen, seen clips. I've heard, like, talks like, and stuff from it. So, so I, I figured forget, I'll like give it a go. I, I kind of like Sarah show, Paulson. So I liked like her Sarah. American Crime Story. I like her in this. Um, figured I'd give the show a go. So, sorry, I've got a bit of... Uh, mm. <laughs> we've, we've just eat, eaten, like, not that long ago. So, yeah. yeah it's okay. um, so I, I've been watching American Horror Story Asylum, the second season. Cause I looked up like which one to watch, and a lot of people did like just say watch the first season. Some people were saying though like the best one to watch is asylum. Like, That's the best one. So I was like, mm. yeah, I could watch these in order, but they're not really. I hear they're like an anthology thing, so you don't really have to like follow them all in order. Mm. They are, I think, somehow connected, but I don't really know how. I don't know. I've only watched one bit of a season so i've been watching um, asylum and i've got like maybe three episodes left and then i'm finished i've gotten like past most of the big big moments um and it's a good it's a good show like it's it, i can see why people really like it it did have some genuinely good scary moments um it's yeah it's got a good cast as well uh james cromwell who's in a bunch of stuff like he's He's an older dude who's got kind of a weird accent, kind of an Englishy sort of... Uh, if I showed you a picture, you'd know who he was, Eric.
0: You mean like that same accent you made in the car no, earlier? No,
1: no, no, no. I was doing a James Mason. <laughs> <picture>. <laughs> doing a James Mason impression <laughs> for Eric. No, it wasn't. It wasn't James Mason.
0: Again, an, an accent that sounds like uh, Victorian I'll, London I'll, I'll from show, a guy I'll, I'll who smokes a lot. A
1: place of some do so please. No, it's it's James Crom- I can't do it, James Cromwell. Um <laughs> he, he's he's like he's got that very um American Americanized English sort of like very fancy American. Um like John Lithgow who who you could think was maybe
0: I can't even remember what he sounds like. You saw
1: Dexter Season Three, didn't you?
0: Oh yep, he's yep, the yep, old yep. Dude. Oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He okay.
1: has kind of a weird accent where it's mm. American, but it's very theatre trained American. Oh, it's like kind yep, of yep, English. Yep. James James Cromwell is the same sort of thing. Um, And he usually doesn't play... He he plays politicians a lot. Hmm. He doesn't usually play like sociopaths or Nazis or anything like that. This one he's playing a... um, He's playing a Nazi doctor in this one.
0: So... Like an
1: ex-Nazi who's like ran away basically. (laughs) And like who's became like a, a... tortured like doctored sort of thing who does the like, oh, on his patients um and that's like an interesting like character kind of, you know mm. you know what you're getting um yeah it's i'd say it's a good show it stops being scary after a while and just it just sort of becomes interesting i guess mm. i don't mind it um there's a really good appearance by ian mcshane uh he's he's the guy he's He's in John Wick. You, go, you guys would have seen him. He's the guy with. He's got a very recognizable voice. He's in American mm-hmm. Gods as well. Mm-hmm. He's very good. Um, and he's very good in this. He plays like a a serial killer Santa in an American horror story asylum. He's literally only in two episodes, and he's fantastic. He just like turns up. He's this um like he's just a guy. He he oh, There's a Santa. You see him. The Santa, the Santa guy. Like you know, dressed up Santa gets killed takes his costume and then he basically like goes and murders families as Santa. And it's, yeah, it's pretty mm. screwed up, but also interesting. Uh, and it's a great performance from Ian McShane mm. who always plays a good villain. Like, I don't think I've ever seen him play a good guy ever. <laughs> like I've seen, uh, I saw an old seventies movie of his and he wasn't necessarily playing a bad guy, but he wasn't playing a good guy either. in that he was like kind of neutral. So, um, yeah, he was like a gangster or something, did that? Um, so, sorry if my throat's a bit not clear. you've just eaten, as I said. So, I've, yeah, watched that. Um, I'm trying to figure if I've watched any anime this week. I watched The Good Place. finally got on to watching that. That's a good show. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's been pretty funny. And I've been really busy with work this week, so I can't really... Oh, I've read I read the mangas, of course, that Eric recommended. Hmm. And um, in terms of anime, I can't really think of anything I watched this week. I think I didn't watch anything this week.
0: Yeah, I haven't really watched anything this week. I haven't even read anything this week. I've been quite busy with my own life. What I have managed to do is watch a Netflix episode, a Netflix series. So I've kind of. I kind of decided to go, uh, I can't be bothered, uh, f- you know, finishing Love, Death, and Robots. <laughs> so I've decided, you know what, let me look at a show. Um, let me let me see if I can find a different show. And I found uh, Suits. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: sure. so I decided to start watching Suits. I'm up to episode four or five right now. Um, and so far, I like it. Mm. It's really funny, and it's uh, really entertaining. And the main characters in this are... Yeah, they're really good, and I like. Um, I'm actually quite enjoying it. Although if I was in that situation, I'd be bored as hell. But are the suit's
1: yeah, good, Eric.
0: Apparently so. <laughs> I mean, I've got a couple. So like, yeah. if you turn and look at my closet, yeah. you can see there's a couple of suits in there. I've got two suits, um, both worth hundreds of dollars. Yeah, but I bought for ninety nine dollars so- each.
1: Oh, we don't usually talk about work, but I think Eric should talk about he he. Um, we're recording on a Sunday because mm-hmm. Eric had a new security job. Now I know you, you usually don't like to talk about work, but yeah. But um, why don't you just briefly tell us like what what
0: this? Was oh, I just going got on. I just got offered um, a trial to go in and just have a go. Um, what I basically just had to do was just look after the venue and make sure no one caused any trouble. Um, so it was all good. It was all good. It was a pretty decent, it was a pretty decent job. Um, I won't actually talk about what happened just in case we all get into trouble. Yeah. But yeah, it was, um, all I can say it was, it was an interesting night, very interesting night and one where I did feel like I made, I made a good impression on someone. So, um, I think at this point, I think at this point I am hoping, I'm hoping for some more work Mm. on, in that area. Mm. Um, but for now, yeah, it was a, it was a bit of a fun night. And the other thing I did, actually one other thing I'm gonna mention that I did yesterday was um, help MC a tournament. Oh. So cool. this is our internal tournament for our dojo, where we get kids from uh, different our different branches across Wellington mm-hmm. to come in together and have a fight. I managed to get at least a couple of kids from my branches. And everyone else came from the main Wellington branches. Mm. So it was a good matchup to watch. And it was I'm really proud of my two kids that entered because they <laughs> made a massively good impression. Mm. and they both won they both won medals and trophies. Oh, that's so cool. I know it was awesome. <laughs> um, so it was really uh, yeah, I was really proud of them. They did mm. well, you know, did some of the things I told them to do, and just. <laughs> yeah Sweep they... Sweep the leg, <laughs> oh, I didn't tell them to do that, but hey, they did it anyway they um, yeah, they definitely put in the effort they put in all you know all that they could. they were really great mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, so what I'm hoping for is next time we do another tournament, we have more kids in mm-hmm. and next time I'm hoping that it just becomes just there's just yeah all there's more kids that will enter in the tournament and just do so much more, mm-hmm. so yeah. That's pretty much been me and my weekend so far. Very busy and very tiring, but you know, getting mm. through it as much as I can. Mm. But yeah, it's pretty much uh, I think that's pretty much it for us, isn't it? Yeah. All right. So I think for now we'll take a quick break and when we come back we'll start doing our horror genre review and see what Connor has to say. All right. Back from the break, and we are about to start our little philosophical look into the horror genre from mangas made in the past three or so years, from the point of view of Kana. So, we've um, of the four mangas I picked. We're going to do this one by one. So, the first one is a manga called Children by Miyu Miura. So, I'll just give um I'll give a quick synopsis on these. Uh, Mangas each, and then we'll hear from Connor about each one. So, Children by Miu is about a college student who decides to take a part time job and uh, to in a childcare facility located within deep within the mountains. It's a six month part time job. Yep. Um, To take care of children for 3 million yen. So, um,. Connor, knowing that you've been to Japan recently, how much is 3 million again? <laughs> uh,
1: it's, it's good. <laughs> okay.
0: However, in this remote area. I think area- I had
1: more than that, to be honest, but that's yeah. just because our currency is really good.
0: Yeah. However, in this remote area, sin runs deep in the work. To be done uh, you, so obviously I, I this think our
1: synopsis are exactly the same except mm-hmm. my one says Igorashi Toro at the start of it
0: oh yeah mine's the yeah. same but I didn't know whether or not because I, I literally name.
1: just copied mine from Manga Fox or one of those websites
0: oh this one's from Manganello. Nello <laughs> ah, yeah yep um, so basically this is one of the yeah this is one of the first ones so mm-hmm. children came out in the last few years I believe 2019 or 2018 I can't yeah. exactly remember which one um and so now we're going to hear from Connor about mm. his viewpoint on this. Okay.
1: Um, interesting that you picked this one as the first because mm. I had a lot of comparisons with some of these. But, but I'll, I'll just review this straight as it, as it is. Mm. Um, so so you recommended two manga called Children for this. Mm. I will say out of these, this is the one I enjoyed more that's called mm. Children. Um, and this was probably, this is competing with the other manga. This, this was pretty good. Um, it, it, it yeah. I was a little skeptical at first. Um, but.
0: It surprises me because I thought, I would have thought you would have disliked this manga nah. because of how over the top it is.
1: I, I went with it after a bit. Mm. At first I was a little bit like, eh, but then I went with it. Um, Mm. and it didn't go exactly where I thought in some places, and then it did in others. So, yeah, I wasn't too... I'll get into like my cons and pros of it, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, But I thought there were some very interesting things in there that I wanted to to talk about. So, um, I don't know if I should spoil stuff straight away, so I'll try and say Mm. some stuff about... Spoiling exactly some yeah. of the big major
0: points. We do recommend people try reading this because <laughs> Well it they is... can't always. So so yeah. we'll put a
1: we'll put a spoiler tag in mm-hmm. when we get to that part. But um, I'll, I'll just get into one of the main things that mm. that straight away I noticed. So the art style is very similar to um, Danganronpa and Assassination Classroom. Yep. To the point where I looked up the artist and I couldn't find anything else that he would really done.
0: No, but not I'd, really. I thought
1: maybe this is what he'd done or maybe he'd done a doujin that was mm. Danganronpa. Because it's it's like almost the same art style. Mm. Um, yeah, I had a hard yeah. time
0: finding Miyu-Miura um, around because yeah for anything other than this so potentially this may be the only thing they're working on yep. at the moment
1: so i would say this is uh pretty well paced for the most part disturbing in a couple couple bits uh that we'll get into and the characters while there were times where i was like i've seen this character before um they were like i was like well it's interestingly written like the writing isn't is not bad mm. um and it's it's got its style it doesn't go too crazy of I feel like if you animated this, there'd be a lot of weird like um kinda of like with and Ropa how, how they've got like pink blood and things like that. I feel like yeah. I feel like this would do some weird thing like that, and I was glad I was reading it and not um watching it for that reason. I didn't really want it to go too stylized. Hmm. Uh so I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a big spoiler tag because um, to actually mm-hmm. talk about this, I need to spoil one thing in it. So uh, the manga, when you first read it, like the first chapter, you, you would I mean, I've read stuff like this before they they kind of give it away in the first actual page, like that it's what's actually going on. But mm. if you don't really think about that too much and then just start reading it, then you just think this is a guy. Who is going um, up to a school sort of thing, mm-hmm. like a kindergarten type thing? Yeah. And he and this girl who um, is way too young for him, you know, you think mm-hmm. like they're going to basically, um, yeah. well, they're going to hook up. That's like the first thing I thought. Like, oh yeah, they'll probably hook up or something. Um, well, they won't hook up because it's because uh, it's shonen-ish. So they'll they'll just like like each other or something like that. Um, so that was like my first four. And then I was just like, oh, they're just mischievous kids.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then, uh, we find out that basically now it was a little confusing at first, exactly what was going on. It actually made more sense as they went further in. They don't actually kill everybody that, that comes into the place they get a lot of corpses and their job is to basically cut up and dispose corpses. And it's, uh, it's a lot of kids who are taking... I
0: think we should mention some of these corpses may or may not be alive still.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but, but they don't they don't drag people in
1: and there are some times where they have had just a person dead or something mm-hmm. come into their place. So, uh, But a lot of it involves these kids from broken families who are taken advantage of and then basically manipulated into like a cult-like sort mm. of um, place where they can't leave and they've basically got to fend for themselves, chop up bodies and, mm. and do this sort of thing. And our main guy, I I was reading this and as they explained more stuff, I was like, he should be dead. He should be dead now. Like, hearing mm-hmm. they've explained, he should just be mm-hmm. dead. He, mm-hmm. he suits every profile. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's probably something more to this with the girl because Rinko, I think that's mm-hmm. her name, um, is... A sad but interesting character um, because she's she's kind of that like uh of serial. Ca- we we've seen characters sort of like this in some other manga and mm-hmm. things like that. She's kind of like a yandere uh, yandere sort of.
0: Uh, no, yeah, yandere that would be sort of thing. Th- th- kind of like kind of like
1: you know like a little bit where she. They don't explicitly say she loves this guy, but she definitely fucking mm-hmm. loves this guy. Um, and you find out later on, sort of as you read... So I've read all of this, by the way. Um, and one thing that interests me, like I've been reading this in the first half, is you could almost look at this as sort of like... Um, well, a way, a way you could look at Peter Pan mm-hmm. has been kind of a twisted story because Peter Pan, I've, I've heard one person uh, refer to it as like... Peter Pan is actually a story about kids dying... Mm-hmm. And they're if they heaven. grow up too old, yeah, they're in heaven, and they can't they can't grow up. And uh, that's yeah. why, you know, and that's that, that explains a lot of. And Peter Pan is or they're in hell, and, and Peter Pan is their devil or whatever. Mm. Um, and I was thinking that with this kind of because um, Rinko is kind of like Peter Pan, and that she's like this very energetic, exciting person. he's very charismatic. Seems to get all the kids excited. But then she's like, not, she's set all these big ground rules, um, and she's always like afraid of adults, always killing the adults, all this sort of thing. So there's a bit of a Peter Pan sort of mm. thing going on there. Uh, with, oh, that's with, definitely the case. Yeah. And, it, and as I said, it's very cult like with the kids and the manipulation. And um, there are, de- I did, have you read all of this? Am I going to be spoiling? No.
0: So that's, I, oh, it's fine. Um, it's not too much of a it's not too much of a spoiler for me.
1: Okay, because uh, I'm not going to get into my cons just yet, but um, the ending for this I I won't say yet. I'll get into that at the end, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one thing that definitely was um, sad and <laughs> is uh, a lot of people don't survive in this manga. Um, and one particularly sad one is there's this little girl who isn't really from that broken of her dad's just kind of an asshole Mm. and he kind of sells it to this place So yeah not a great dad obviously not father of the year Mm. uh but she doesn't want to really hurt anyone or do anything bad and then she ends up just getting killed anyways by one of the other kids and um the guy basically has a this breaking point because he's He's for the whole manga he, he seems pretty you know like I'm not going to kill him I'm not going to do anything bad I'm not going to chop anyone up I'm going to be and then the skill dies and it just it kind of snaps him and he ends up cutting up corpses and then later on there's this big mm-hmm. revelation which comes almost feels like it comes almost out of nowhere it's kind of good but then kind of bad because the main character just suddenly changes, and it's not that great. It's mm. not that well written no, in okay. that part, and it just kind of like at that point you're like, okay, I've lost interest in this. Now. Mm. But I'll but I'll keep reading this because I sort of like the characters. But mm. like they introduce another sort of twist, and it's not that great, and it's kind of just it gets a little it gets a little silly, kind of like Danganronpa for me, and 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 uh, you know that sort of stuff it's a little bit cheesy with that sort of thing as well like with the art sometimes mm-hmm. um with what's going on and i thought compared to um one of the other titles eric recommended it's not as exciting as uh as Noah the blood sea which which we'll get into to later on um, but yeah that's that's my review
0: for uh children mm. and what do you think of the pros and cons of it
1: uh that was that was my pros and cons. Oh that so, was your pros and cons, sorry. So about my that. pros would be that the art is is very good. Mm-hmm. Um like that the, the the style of it, like it's 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 mm. definitely going for something. I, I thought like um the, the the sorry, not the art, the like the character designs I thought were, mm. were distinct, which I which I was happy yeah. to see. Like So I wasn't think, getting people confused which is good. Yeah. And then I thought the pacing was yeah. was pretty good until a certain point, and then yeah, I just think it gets a little bit convoluted and silly. <laughs> the Fair end, enough. Which some of these, a lot of some of these titles you recommended did like mm-hmm. they, they they really get me hooked. Like some of these in the first couple of chapters, like I yeah. was just like I read the first time and I was like okay I'm not gonna read any more of this, mm-hmm. and then within five minutes I was
0: reading all of it. So. Yeah. All right, so um, I'll do my I'll do my kind of big end uh, after we've reviewed these mangas. So yeah. without further ado, we're gonna go into the next one, which is another children' title, but just a little bit longer. It's children don't play in the dark. So I'll do Ooh. the quick synopsis on this. I do not have the synopsis in front of me, but basically from the synopsis I could remember, this is a story about a brother and a sister who. Um, who are involved with the supernatural? Where the sister has this ability to be a psychic? I think not a psychic. Um, a psychic, psychic. Sorry. Yeah, a psychic. psyker. Um, yeah, a psycher. I got from another manga. <laughs> who has the ability to be a psychic? So she could. She's got power of clairvoyance. Um, she could. Uh, transfer out of her own body and move around. She could manipulate objects. Um, or people from far away. And basically, uh, the first um, so the first so the first story within this one is them trying to solve a murder, where there's a supernatural creature that's going around just you know manipulating a family to kill people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, um, what did you think of this, Connor?
1: So I thought this was like uh, I would call this supernatural PI, but with kids, mm-hmm. because it's basically this. Um, not so great female cop that I like her character design. Um, I don't know, I, I like checks with a French and bangs. So um, she was a winner for me. But basically, yeah, this is basically like a cop who's not that great at a job um, and they basically like, oh, we have a crime, but we think it might be supernatural. We need to get like a psychic or something like that. Um, kind of like, you know, if you read Sherlock Holmes or something, they'll be like, that, like we, need, we need Holmes to come look at this. Same sort of thing here, Um, these are like sort of singular stories, at least from what I've read, and there's no like main story, it's just sort of single stories, and basically um, the girl was like clairvoyant, she can uh, be possessed, she can communicate with the dead, all this sort of thing, she Mm -hmm. can read minds, I think she can do some telepathy sort of things. Um, ben Spoon, spoons, all that mm. jazz. Uh, yeah. So it was. I enjoyed the other children a lot more. Um, this one, I, I have probably more cons than I do pros. Mm. Um, I, I liked what well, I liked the female character design. Mm. <laughs> which she looked good. Uh, that was the only thing I really thought was like, oh, I like her design. Yeah. Um, but the 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 kids got really annoying after a while. Um, and just weren't that interesting. Mm. And I don't really like supernatural children movies. Like, mm. I've seen Poltergeist once, and I don't think I mind it, but I don't really like that type of thing. Mm. Uh, so this was really wasn't like my wheelhouse.
0: What did you think of the horror elements of this? Um.
1: So I've, uh, here's what I've got here, and I'm surprised I didn't put this for the other children, because if you read both of these, you'd probably think mm-hmm. I'd put it for the other one. Um, I call this a bit edge lordy like a creepy pasta mm-hmm. like a bad creepy pasta. That's what I've put mm-hmm. here. Um, which I know some people who read like if they've read this and they've read the other children they might think it's the way around mm-hmm. because the other one is a bit silly and has a very distinct style and, you know is a bit is a bit edge lordy you could say but I don't know I found that one a lot more interesting. I find as I'm getting older also Kids getting hurt or in danger is scaring me a lot more, even though I don't really have any interest in having kids. Um, But this one, like, reading it, I was just like, no, this is just... I don't know. I I didn't... You don't have me caring enough for the characters to care what happens to them. And that's not good. Like, that's really bad in a horror movie. If you have a bunch of things going on and I either don't care about the characters or I don't care about the villain or the deaths or whatever's going on, isn't interesting enough to get my attention? Mm. So that's a major problem for me. Um, So the other thing I noticed straight away reading this that I thought I'd like, this is clearly very highly influenced by Junji Ito. Mm -hmm. Junji Ito is, like, one of my all-time favorite manga artist writers. I felt,
0: yeah, because... this is this is it's, one it's of the things Junji
1: Ito, but like on Moe yes. steroids.
0: It is it is something I thought about because looking yeah reading the first chapter it did make me think this does look like a Junji yeah, Ito looks thing. like
1: Uzumaki or something a little yeah, but it's just like it's a little bit more cutesy mm. and it's just not the same because what I love about Junji Ito, and especially in Uzumaki, um, and some of his other works, like with the exception of Gyo. um most of his works he can scare you and do like or, or do like a really interesting death or something tragic without actually showing any gore or any blood like mm. some of his things are just people's bodies twisting in weird ways or someone's hair like getting all mutated and shit um, like it's more body horror and things like that and this one was just like I don't know this one was like a, a B rated horror movie team like, like, who does, does special, special effects, effects and, stuff and stuff in the, the 80s, 80s was like, like, okay, we're going to take one of, like, the Junji Ito things and we're just going to, like, do this type of gore instead. We're mm. going to do, like, typical horror sort of violence and gore for supernatural stuff. And that just wasn't as interesting. Um, I just didn't, yeah. The the art was, like, at first it was, I don't know, I... I both hated it and liked it because I could see the Edo influences, but I didn't like it for. But it's the that way. Influence. But it's the way it's supposed to the be drawn. The way it's presented it yeah. was like just not the
0: same. All right, so we've uh, just had our pros and cons on that one. Um, obviously, obviously, um, the one thing that ruins it is the children themselves. You know. If we had, didn't, um, didn't like either of them, yeah. And I, and
1: I thought the boy was a um, girl for the first part, right here. Yeah, I made that mistake, <laughs> yeah. I made that
0: mistake as well. Yeah. Um, but in any case, this was, um, yeah, a quick little look into children don't play in the dark. And we're gonna go move on to the next one Noah of the Blood Sea. Okay, this so was so I'll make a, I'll do a synopsis on this one. Uh, well. yeah. um, so, the synopsis behind this one is a family takes a vacation cruise. On a luxury liner, and realize that the glamorous ship is nothing but a façade, uh, as a series of mysterious killings spread throughout the ship. So, facade, facade. Yeah. Oh, of course, that's how you pronounce it. it's a facade. <laughs> so this was um this was another interesting one because it made me it made me think of um uh you know kind of like a snakes on the plane scenario or
1: yeah I wouldn't say it's snakes on the plane but no
0: but it definitely really isn't but it is one <laughs> but it is one where oh because there's a few recent movies that have come out that's almost the same as this but knowing um yeah uh you know knowing knowing this knowing the setting and looking at the first few mm. chapters it actually looks pretty good um so, with that in mind, Connor, what did you think of this?
1: So, I want to mention the author's name, because uh, you didn't do that. That's um, Yu Satomi. Yep. I can't remember if he's done anything else, but um, he I have definitely feel like I've seen art similar to his and some other stuff. Um, like, I was trying to... It, it's very European-influenced. Mm. Um in both its art and its style, the biggest thing it reminded me of was, um, and this is why I thought the art, like I was looking at it, I was like, oh, is this the same artist? Like, I thought it was done by the same person that did um, Promise Neverland. Mm. Mm. Because the art style, other than like the the kids, it had kind of a similar mm-hmm. art style in a couple places. I think
0: Promised Neverland's... Um, I think the uh, Promised uh, Neverland style's better. But I think, is. But it's I think more they, they detailed. have
1: a... Yeah, but I think the look's a little bit similar.
0: It definitely... There is a similarity I think they
1: both were kind of maybe influenced by some similar things. Mm. Uh, But um, probably the thing that definitely made me love this manga straight away is one thing that I think should be done more, which is we need more horrors on a boat, man. (laughs) Like, it is the Mm -hmm. best setting for Mm -hmm. a horror movie. Mm. Like, plane, in a boat, a train, all these settings where you're isolated and stuck of people. Mm. Perfect settings for, like, everybody's like, oh, we're going to do a haunted house, a hotel. Cool. Large open space <laughs> that you can easily run out of or yeah. easily get it. Like, yeah, um, I'll admit, a hotel does kind of scare me because I saw The Shining and, like, so... That can be scary because there's like you don't yeah. know what's around the corner. But
0: unless, but unless um they've managed to find a way to shut down, you know, shut yeah. the um windows and doors yeah. to prevent anyone. But from most escaping. people,
1: most people, myself not included, because I'm not claustrophobic. But a lot of people are claustrophobic. Mm. And so you set something on a boat, a plane, or a train. That's a claustrophobic kind of setting. And you're the the boat scares me because you're stuck in the middle of fuck ass nowhere, on a boat with people you don't trust <laughs> mm-hmm. and then and you're clearly outnumbered and then you're like in the middle of the water because this whole setting is all about basically um you're on a boat and there's fucking vampires like the high mm-hmm. high class it reminded me of um it reminded me of Roald Dahl's the witches mm. where um basically these two kids are like they're at a conference or something uh, like on a not on some some place in england and they're basically there on holiday, and then basically you find out that this whole conference there's just these like women who are secretly disguised as witches, <laughs> <laughs> that are um, they're not eating children in that one, but they basically could have been like it's mm. that kind of <gasps> it's that kind of fucked up thing. Yeah. Um, and this one, like, yeah, they're basically just trying to eat people and like basically auctioning them off and um or toss or just straight up killing them. Uh, so I I was loving this. Uh, I thought this was very interesting, right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so, so, sorry. I just wanna um, yeah, because that's the my um. Because
0: that's basically what your what you just described to us as your favorite um. I guess setting for I a just horror I think it theme. should be
1: done more. Yeah, you yeah.
0: But in terms of in terms of the um of how Noah the Blood Sea used this setting, what did mm. you think?
1: I I thought it was very well used mm. because they they clearly knew they had a setting that is like you're on a boat. Yeah, it's hard to get off a boat. What, what um, it's you, especially yeah. scary when like people know like we should be going to Nagasaki. Why aren't mm. we going to Nagasaki? Why are we like stuck? Why is it, You know. Yeah, and and the, especially when the captain's just like, no, everything's fine. You're fine. Everything's mm. fine. They're like, no, they're not fine. <laughs>
0: how, how what do you think of the subtlety if there's any? Do you think do you actually think it was a, you know, there was some subtlety to this?
1: yeah it took its time yeah. like trying to p- my biggest complaint with this is so uh, it's very good at the start like mm. it, it knows what it's doing it seemed like it had a really good pace and it was introducing everything and i was like i'm loving this and then just like uh i would say up to what they're up to now like just midway through they're like okay we've got to introduce some backstory for this noah little girl and I was like, no, I don't need that. She's the <laughs> least interesting character. I know she's meant to be this powerful vampire thing, but she's kind of boring. Like, mm. there's not much to her. She's just this. Ob- she's kind of like just an object, basically. Like, she. Oh, and I kind of hate these characters where they're just, like, super powerful but there's nothing really interesting about them mm. sort of thing, like little girls or boys or something, where they're just, like, these... They're just basically, like, a power conditioner. A power conditioner, mm. <laughs> a power conditioner mm. that can walk and talk. And that's that, that yeah. was, like, not interesting to me. But the... The stuff that I loved was, like, they're on the boat and they also included, like, themes of the circus and shit like that. Mm. And I was like, oh, these are two things that scare me, <laughs> like... <laughs> Because the water scares me a little bit. Because you're stuck in somewhere where it's like, I could swim, but I don't know how fucking long I'm gonna have to swim. For I, think worst, I think the worst. I think the ocean.
0: worst. The worst part about this is that at one point in the manga, yeah. um, some of the uh, some of the, a few of the passengers actually realized, or one of the passengers. Yeah, that's realized, what I mean. They realized yeah.
1: when they're they're not gonna be going to the port of Nagasaki.
0: Yeah. So because you know, yeah. and so they have realized, oh, yeah. we're not gonna be anywhere close yeah. to swimming. And then, and then
1: I also like, yeah, as I said, like the circusy parts where there's Mm. like, there's a show, um, and this just always scares me for some reason, like in any, like American Horror Story, for Mm. instance, I haven't watched Freak Show, but, um, even though I hear that's the worst, I feel like that would scare me the most because something about, I'm not scared of clowns or anything like that, but I, I, I think the idea of something going, I, I, since I'm a performer. Going on stage and having something go terribly wrong where it could actually kill you is fucking scary. Yeah. Um and the idea that there is like the really fucked up idea that um these kids like they go and see a show where well, they think it's a magic show and they go and it's all these like uh the typical traps you think of where like someone gets cut in half, the the you know, the the um, guillotine dropping, things like that. Mm-hmm. And at first, you're like, um, they they kill a guy off, like, with a guillotine or something, and you're like, oh, shit. And then he comes back, and you're like, oh, he's fine. Then you start noticing some things when the characters start talking about, like, hey, that guy doesn't look like the guy who got mm. his head cut off. That looks like a different guy. And you're like, oh, fuck. They're actually killing off <laughs> people and then just putting in a different person with, like, the same clothes and wig. Mm. And as that's like fucking creepy and then the creepier thing is when you realize like when you're reading later on and you realize there's been vampires on the ship you're like these humans don't know that, that these are people being killed off you know but there are some sick fucking vampires watching at the back who are getting a lot of pleasure watching these humans get killed mm-hmm. and they know like oh yeah they're gonna they're gonna pretend like to switch this other person in. and the, the thing that you know makes fucked up to me that I'm thinking about is like what if that's your best friend mm-hmm. that gone up you know to go be in the magic mm-hmm. show to go you know get his head shot you know and mm-hmm. and he he thinks he's gonna be fine he dies then someone else comes back you think it's your friend that they're a fucking vampire as well mm. that i was like oh fuck like that's the thing i wanted way more focus on and sadly, this manga, like, it's sort of just didn't focus enough on that for me. Yeah. I wanted a bit more of that because, like, once they re- do the big reveal that all the stuff is going on, I was like, oh, okay, now you've now you've dropped your thing. Uh, now there isn't really much else to do.
0: Mm. <laughs> so would you say that would be your biggest con for this My biggest uh, manga? con is,
1: like, it, it, it lays out this big thing for, for you, and then, like, it doesn't really know where to go once it's dropped its massive bomb sort mm-hmm. of thing
0: yeah awesome so, yeah awesome so that was our third manga now it's time for our fourth and final one um the title of this is ijime no jikan mm-hmm. uh translated to bullying time so we're going to call over that from now on yeah. just so we don't get any sort of um mix up on titles and so this was a manga which has a very simple title but or sorry a simple um right. synopsis, synopsis. Yeah. yes but um what we can say about this is that this is just a bullying this is a bullying manga um and I'm gonna just say right now uh, my reason for picking this and its relation to horror is um just that just that fear from people who have been bullied before mm-hmm. so that's um you know that sort of fear that comes up is an element to horror so this is something I figured it would be quite interesting to speak about mm-hmm. so Connor what did you think of it?
1: So we read a manga, a couple, we reviewed one called, I think it was called Crime and Punishment or something. Mm. I made you read it. Um, so in that manga, it had a very unlikable character with a lot of unlikable things going on. Mm. But it was always really interesting, even with this unlikable character. And I thought all the actions, the, as we said, I think, we said the actions were what made the character interesting, not the character himself. So, this manga I read here, um, is very nihilistic, is very bleak, and nothing is, like, particularly interesting, um, it's just, it's just depressing, Mm. and just very, like, I have no notes written on this, because Mm -hmm. I read the first, like, I read a lot of it, and then I skipped read, and then I did find out some stuff later on, but I was very pissed that this guy is getting bullied... Then his friend gets bullied, then he doesn't tell on him, and then he sort of becomes friends but is being manipulated by these two other bullies. But they're not, like, smart, interesting bullies. They're just assholes, and this guy's just a fucking idiot and is just being manipulated, and he can't really do anything. Mm. And it just it's just bleak, very depressing. Mm. It feels very mean as well. Like, mm. the, the manga, it feels like it's trying to be mean to the people who are reading it as well. Like with the one we read, Love and, and uh, sorry, Crime and Punishment, that at least, like, it, it didn't feel like it was being me. Like it was, it was, mm. it was trying to tell an interesting story. And when characters do something bad, they have consequences and things like that. Um, and sometimes things go very wrong for, for even, you know, when something good, good but, but it was, you, you never feel like the, There's only one part later on in that manga where I was like, okay, the author's been kind of mean here. But this one, I was reading the whole time, I was like, this author wants to fucking punish every character other than the two characters you don't like in this manga. Like, the two characters you hate and don't even find interesting, other than maybe they have an interesting character design. um, They're not going to, like, do anything redeeming or anything. They're not going to, you know, they're just going to be horrible. And they're going to be completely fine. Nothing bad's going to happen to them for like a long ass time. All these other characters around them who are like maybe, you know, the mum. I I was honestly reading this. I was like, oh, because I've read stuff like this before, but more adult oriented. Mm. So I read this and I thought, oh, they're probably going to kill the dog, rape the mum, and then burn down the house. (laughs) And then everybody's going to die but them. Or they're going to like go into the school, murder everybody. uh, And then they'll rape a bunch of people. Or they'll rape someone, toss them out the window. I, I was thinking, like, they're going to do all this horrible shit. Because his reading it as, like... Because this seems like the type of thing where this is an author who's very, like, nihilistic. And he's, he's... Maybe he's very depressed. But he's depressed in a way where he's, like, I want everybody to feel how fucking depressed I am. And you're all pieces of shit. And, you know, it's just... I felt this was very, very mean in a couple of places. And I did skip ahead to see that the main character does get like some sort of revenge Mm. but when i realized he doesn't do this until like so i i read up to 26 and then skipped to like 100 and something the latest one that was out in the Raws, and he doesn't take action until like maybe like the 90th chapter or something so i was like fuck that like just fuck that! Like you're gonna make people just suffer reading your manga like mm-hmm. over and over again. Mm. Like your your readers have to be fucking so not. What's the word for someone who's um enjoys pain? Like Masochistic. Enjoys, yeah, your, your your readership has to be like a bunch of masochists mm. to enjoy reading this. Because anything they want to happen or want to see is just not going to happen mm. for, for ages and ages. The only people I could see enjoying this manga is the people who um, relate and connect to the bullies mm. and like the bullies. Like, I'm not saying you can't enjoy a, a, a horrible char- you know, a, a villain or something, mm. but these aren't even like char- char- charismatic, likable, sympathetic villains at all. Mm. They're just not nice people and they're mm. just horrible.
0: Yeah. So this was um yeah, this was definitely I didn't think my, I'd have that much to say about this manga, <laughs> but I did. Oh, you didn't even need notes for this No, this I didn't have any was, notes.
1: I just hated it that much.
0: That was this is definitely an incredible review for this manga because one thing one thing that stood out for me is Did you
1: absolutely love it?
0: <laughs> um I'm gonna be honest with you, I got bored after a while. Yeah. Um, mostly because while the art art style is interesting what kept me going, the story itself was just it was, I don't know, I don't know, as you said, it takes too long to really show any sort of uh, resolution for the main character and what they could do about this because yeah. we've, um you know, we've... Well, you whether, know, whether or not Whether or not we've been can, in a situation... Sorry, can
1: I spoil yeah. the biggest fucking cop-out for this manga? Go ahead. it's going to piss people off as well. So the main character, um, you think he dies at the start of the manga. He mm. doesn't. That's just a dream he has.
0: No oh, jeez. It's just
1: a fucking dream he has, and then he's just living through the rest of this fucking shit storm. Mm-hmm. For the rest of the manga until episode, you know, chapter ninety.
0: Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well in that case, um guess the kid doesn't die. Um No. But the thing but I guess the um the thing about this is you know, for anyone who's ever been bullied, this is probably going to be a nightmare to read because, yeah. you know, looking at this, <laughs> looking at this from what you've described, please, this please, is... Please,
1: sorry, please go read
0: Vitamin if
1: if you've went through, like, if you feel shitty about bullying and stuff, go read Vitamin. That'll mm-hmm. make you feel really yeah. good because that that is horrible bullies too, but shit happens. Like, you know, they don't necessarily mm-hmm. get 100% but you feel there's a resolution for the characters, yeah. a good but one for your main this character.
0: This but unlike yeah. Vitamin, IJ, uh, bullying time is basically prolonging the, what we could only think of as the inevitable. You know, yeah. as you said, the author seems to be, um, putting on a, putting putting on a flow of, um, depression and just um, uh, just a sort of just just a sort of, just the expression of despair and. Just a feeling just a feeling of being down on themselves. Mm. Um, not sure if that's actually on purpose or whether or not this is the how the author feels, um, you know, at the moment and in the world themselves. But this was um this was you know, this was just like an interesting read for me for the first few chapters because I thought, okay, so this is gonna be um, you know, another bullying manga, but you know, with the art style that's included, it seems to add more of a horror. Horror feel and you know another element yeah. to that because mm. when we you know with vi- with a vi- with stuff like vitamin mm. I the art style was quite bright and colorful and didn't really give that element of horror mm. you know it was like you you fell for them you felt sympathy well, vitamin's and, not a, that's a yeah, drama that's a drama exactly whereas with this this adds a this seems to add more as a horror yeah, element I say because this is of, a
1: very nihilistic drama mm-hmm. being more I would not yeah. necessarily call it a horror mm. there's nothing that i was like i'm horrified by the imagery i'm more mm. just like it's more just the personalities and the people i'm just mm. disgusted by and yeah enjoying
0: yeah well, i'm um, sorry
1: i love that i'm I, i'm sorry i'm cutting you on this mm-hmm. uh, but i love the fact that people would be saying the same shit i'm saying right now about these characters about uzaki chan Mm. <laughs> like people have this much of a hate for uzaki chan mm. and i'm like she does not do anything that horrible compared to this this mm. fucking person
0: no it doesn't compared to these bullies. all right but all right. um all right so that was your pros and cons which was actually rather interesting for this uh manga yeah so i'm gonna ask a few more questions before we decide to finish off all so right. one of my questions is i uh, picked this genre and i picked these mangas because i wanted to ask you what did you think um, knowing some of the horror mangas of the past, say the seventies and eighties yeah. um how do you think that these mangas we've just reviewed would hold up in that time? Do you think that they'll all be quite successful, or do you think a few of them would just fall mm. fall fall flat on their face
1: okay um See when you when you pitched this to me, mm-hmm. I figured you were gonna pick some '70s mm-hmm. and '80s manga to mm-hmm. review with this, or well, '90s. No. So, Although, So you make me sound really old. I just <laughs> like '90s and mm-hmm. 2000s stuff. But but here's but here's the but but here's
0: know. but here's the thing. In knowing you like these sort of mangas in that sort yeah. of era, I wanted to ask you what would you okay. think of these so, current modern? Uh, yeah. So
1: I'm just trying to remember the titles and then trying to place them. So I would say the two main ones that I obviously liked, um, funnily enough, actually, I would say the, the one we just talked about, the one I really hated the most, um, the bullying one, Mm -hmm. I hate it, but it would probably do very well in the eighties because if it came around, around, around the same time as Ichi the Killer, Mm -hmm. be the same sort of crowd that would be reading it. So Mm -hmm. yeah. So that would not do too bad. And the art style, I think that is actually a 90s or 80s. Mm. It had that sort of, it had a 90s manga sort of look to it. So yeah. yeah, it would fit in in sort of the 80s, 90s, sort of, I'd say like 89 to 90 something it would sort of fit in there. Um, okay, so children, uh, the, not children that play in the dark, the just children, mm-hmm. that, that would be, I don't think it would do bad. Um, with that crab, but I think it's definitely it's it's a title from this era. It's a mm. very two, it's a very mid two thousands to now sort of manga. Mm-hmm. It has that feel to it. It definitely it, it does. Definitely one hundred percent that look to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, the blood I could see definitely being an early two thousands title. You know, if mm. it was coming, and I what I don't even know what era that is. It could be an early two thousands title.
0: Uh, something like that. See, yeah. See, I wish
1: you'd got the the dates on these, then I mm. could say it's. This, I it's, had this.
0: the dates on these, but unfortunately, um, I've had some issues. So, so, so yeah,
1: I would say like that's in, I would say early two thousands. Like that would be where mm. I'd fit it. Um, and then children don't play in the dark. That's that's nineties for mm-hmm. me. That's like that's like a bad nineties title. Mm. That's something I wouldn't read, and then I think that would be something that would get ignored by the Japanese public. Yeah. You know. It would have two or three reads, and then people be like, "This is an Ito." Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and my other question would be: uh, In knowing what these look like now, would you would you kind of consider the horror? How, how would you consider the horror genre now? Do you think it's um, quite well off from the nineties and eighties, uh, or mean, do you, you think, mean in terms of manga? Or you yeah, mean, in terms of manga. Okay.
1: So I was like, Jesus! If you're asking me the whole fucking genre. No, like, no,
0: God, just God. for the manga, just for the mangas. Um, so if that's you, what read, if you're
1: acting like I've read a lot of yeah. '80s and '70s and '90s horror. I've read a little bit. Well, I wouldn't say much. You've expert. had,
0: you've had, you have some, you have some idea of what the yeah. horror genre was like in that era. So yeah. I guess I, I'm, I'm, yeah.
1: I mean, Drifting Classroom is is kind of a horror, but it's more of a sci-fi thing, mm. I guess. Uh, but that has like horror elements, so. Mm. I would say there's a different focus. There's Mm. very much um, Saw was actually a big influence. I can see on a lot of titles now um, Mm -hmm. and games and stuff too. Uh, There's definitely that but they've always had that sort of influence because Takashi Miike movies um, which are always kind of bloody and violent. So Japan's never been scared of gore and violence of their, of their newer titles, but yeah. I think things like Promised Neverland and Know of the Blood and stuff, they're taking more from European horror movies, mm. and I kind of like that a little bit more. They're taking more from like Old Brothers Grimm, Nursery Rhymes, and kind of European horror movies, and I think that's kind of an interesting um, way to go about it. Mm.
0: yeah. yeah. So yeah, this is kind of what I wanted to f- try and ask on. This is something I've been planning for a bit of time now. Um, so thanks for letting us um, know your opinion and your little philosophy on the horror genre. <laughs> so that was uh, that was really good to hear. Um, so that's pretty much the end of our little podcast here, and thankful I'm thankful to have hosted this. And this has been Alternating with Eric, episode thirty. You See you later. guys later. <laughs>